I have some tactical tips for the secrets of an entrepreneur, but I first wanted to candidly discuss my journey as an entrepreneur and where I started, how I got to where I am, what I've learned along the way. Before I do that, I do want to emphasize that I am nowhere near where I want to be. I don't claim to have it all figured out. These are just the lessons that I've learned along the way, my personal realizations and what's worked for me. And the main goal is I want you to feel inspired and open-minded and take snippets of what's worked for me and apply it to your own journey. I hope that you do that with every entrepreneurship book that you read, every podcast that you listen to. There is no one right way to this journey. You have to find what works specifically for you. So keep that in mind as I discuss the secrets of an entrepreneur today. Entrepreneurship is a roller coaster. I'll start off by saying that. I started when I was in college with network marketing and it was a launch pad that helped me realize I have the entrepreneur spirit. I don't want to be confined to an office space. I don't want my creativity to be stifled by needing to be approved by a higher up. I wanted freedom in my life. And network marketing is what introduced me to the entrepreneur mindset, to what it took, the drive and motivation that you needed, the vision that you needed. It really set me up with the foundation of exploring entrepreneurship and helped me launch from network marketing into being a solo entrepreneur and figuring out the business basics. It's things I didn't go to school for. I went to school for exercise science and health. I was planning on being in the Peace Corps. I wanted to be in community health and development. And this was never the plan, but life takes you on this journey. And it's been really cool to see at each and every step that I've made, how it's led me to exactly where I am today. I let go of network marketing. I was in Beachbody. I let go of it when I moved to Florida shortly after. It was one of the main reasons I was even able to move to Florida because of the income that I was making at the time. I remember the week that I drove from Texas to Florida, I made $1,000 residual, meaning I wasn't working because I was driving from Texas to Florida. And I made $1,000. And that's really what made me realize, okay, entrepreneurship, running my own thing, it is 100% for me because I need this freedom. I thrive on freedom. But the reason why I transitioned from Beachbody was because I was working 12-hour days and the turnover was crazy. So I would have to continue to work, work, work. It had been, I think, three years, and I was doing really well, but it was very inconsistent. So that week, I might have made $1,000. The next week, it might have been $400. So that's kind of entrepreneurship for you as well, as it's very um, unstable, and you don't really know month to month what your income is going to be. So that's where a lot of entrepreneurs don't hack it or maybe people like their nine to five because they know what to expect every single month. They have their salary. Whereas with entrepreneurship, you don't have that security. So I definitely got burnt out from network marketing. I don't like recruiting. I don't like that the 
infrastructure of the business is recruiting. I was genuinely transformed by the products in every network marketing company that I've been in and I wanted other people to experience those products and then it introduced me to entrepreneurship which changed my life and so my motivation in recruiting other coaches or affiliates for network marketing was to provide that to other women who maybe need to pay off debt or need a side hustle or need something along with their salary position. I wanted it to help change other people's lives the way that it changed my life. And so that was my motivation in recruiting other people into network marketing. I still think it works wonderfully for a lot of people. I think for those entrepreneurs or women growing their business in network marketing, it provides them with the business infrastructure that you wouldn't otherwise have. And this is not a network marketing pitch. This is more so my rationalization on why it works for some and why I decided to ease out of it. But it's great for those who want to run basically their own business and have their own hours and work and have a life of freedom, but they don't want to deal with product or inventory or salary and like payment of employees and they don't want to do shipping and handling. Network marketing has the business infrastructure for you, so you don't necessarily have to handle that on your own. But for me, I was having a lot of turnover in my team. I was working really, really hard and the payoff wasn't quite there for me. And I knew that I was capable of doing much bigger things, making more income to pay off the time investment that I was putting into it. And I just felt like I was meant for a lot more said in a way that isn't demeaning to people who are still in Beachbody, but more so um, it was confining me into this box and I never like to be confined into a box and honestly whenever something starts to trend and a lot of people are doing it so network marketing really started taking off at that point I was like okay I'm out I like I guess I don't like to go with the trends of what other people are doing so once something starts becoming popular I shift gears and want to do something else while I had my main thing, I always had several different side things. So I would either be nannying, I'd be selling a course, I'd be selling an ebook, I would be running someone's social media account, I'd be doing marketing for a gym. Like there was always something that I was doing on the side. At one point, I had like nine different streams of income. And all of this led me to real estate, which is in and of itself an entirely different entrepreneurship world that I've learned so freaking much. It has been extremely lucrative, but at the same time, I don't feel like my heart and soul is completely passionate about real estate and selling houses. I'm passionate about the relationships that I've built through that and the income that I've been able to generate from real estate, but there's something missing. There's a connection missing for me in that industry. But through real estate, through my social media platforms, I was actually introduced to my now coworker, partner, boss, whatever you want to call him. We are running a company for short form video editing content for TikTok and Instagram and YouTube shorts. And I have become somewhat of a an operations manager, an executive assistant for him. And it has kind of embodied 
everything that I have learned over the past six years and my passion for social media is all being utilized in this position. So it's been cool to see every step of the way, every opportunity that I have said yes to has taught me the skills that I've needed for this position. And I really look at my entrepreneurship journey and all the different positions that I've held as this is leading me to the next thing. I am very present in what I'm doing, so, but I'm so unattached at the same time. So for instance, this company that I'm managing, I see it as an amazing present moment situation that could be lucrative long-term or next year, I could be on to the next thing and this company could not even exist. I don't think that's going to happen, but it's the detachment from the outcome that I've learned through entrepreneurship because things are always changing and it is a roller coaster. So in fast forward, that is my entrepreneurship journey. I have never been one to just follow one thing. I think I battled that for a really long time. There's a huge trend and just pick one thing and focus on that one thing and you'll see success. And I had so much resistance towards that because I am a jack of all trades. I like to do a million different things. I like things to be constantly changing and moving and adapting and I like my creativity to be used in different ways. And so that's my truth for me. It has really worked for me to dabble here and move on to the next and dabble there and move on to the next and really figure out where I'm passionate and where I thrive. So as an entrepreneur, don't be afraid to say yes to opportunities that might be out of your comfort zone or out of your scope of genius. Don't be afraid to dabble in different things to try and figure out what it is you actually want to do and say yes to more opportunities. Okay, now I'm going to dive into the secrets of an entrepreneur. I probably gave a few away with that brief exclamation, what the hell, explanation of my entrepreneurship journey, but diving into it. The key to understand is not everyone is meant to be an entrepreneur. And this is something that I have realized through this company that I'm running is there's a spirit about these people. There's something set apart about an entrepreneur. There's an ingrained attribute of self-discipline and independence. And not everyone intrinsically has that ability. Not everyone has the ability to get out of bed in the morning, even though nobody will know if you sleep in. Literally, I have my entire week this week has been open. I've had no scheduled meetings. I've had nowhere I've needed to be. I've had no time frame for when I need to be sitting at my computer at all. So literally nobody would know if I worked or not. And yet here I am working. And I realized that that's not to put me on a pedestal or to brag. It's to say that like I have this intrinsic drive, this motivation to get out of bed and get to work without having to punch the clock, without anybody having to keep me accountable. I just do it. So that's kind of a preface. Not everybody is meant to be an entrepreneur. Number one, the secret of an actual entrepreneur. An entrepreneur elevates past generalized personal development books. 
this is where I started. So I don't want to demean personal development books or the podcasts or the coaches out there that are teaching on it. They are where I started and they helped me pull out my entrepreneur skills. But I soon found that they were actually toxic to my journey. As I elevated to different levels, I found them to be causing me to feel debilitated, like overconsumption of all of this advice can lead to debilitation in entrepreneurship. It's not a one size fits all. And I was finding that within these books, they were written as a definitive, this is how you see success. And it was actually harming my journey than helping it. There isn't one single hour you need to wake up. There isn't one single thing or one single secret that you need to see success or one habit. Like there isn't one routine that you need to encompass in your life because that's what so-and-so who's seen all the success has done. Like you don't have to take cold showers. You don't have to wake up and have, you know, your set do, do, do. You just need to figure out what works for you. And a lot of times these books, if you don't take them with a grain of salt and just pull out the pieces that work for you and apply it, it can actually hold you back. And so I was finding for the longest time, I was over consuming, thinking that there was something that I didn't know, something that I still needed to learn. And I was learning everything, but I wasn't taking action. I wasn't applying what I was actually learning because it was so much that I couldn't move. I didn't know what my next step was and I constantly felt guilty. I constantly felt like I wasn't good enough or I wasn't qualified enough or I wasn't doing enough because these books were claiming that you needed to do something else in order to see success. I remember I would like watch Netflix and I'd feel guilty for watching Netflix because this book I was reading was saying how he doesn't ever watch TV and that's what led to his success and you can't waste your time watching Netflix if you're going to be a successful entrepreneur. I'm like, okay, (laughs) you've got to have some balance in that. So I personally believe that actual entrepreneurs, actual successful individuals have elevated past the personal development, business-oriented entrepreneurship books that a lot of network marketing reads, a lot of newer entrepreneurs read. And again, they are where I started and helped build me to where I am today. But if you see a book that's trending, if you see, you know, a book that is about business and you feel like, see, this is sticky because I know there are a lot of books that may help, but make sure that you're being intentional about what you're reading. Number two, a successful entrepreneur, their secret is they know which hour they thrive. So for me, you guys will see me out at the pool in the middle of the day. You'll see me paddleboarding randomly on a Thursday afternoon. Like, does she work? I wonder if people see my social media or see me in person and think like, what does this girl do for a living? But I know the hours in which I thrive. I tend to work between 8 a.m. and 12 p.m. And then I take between 12 and basically four or five to go do whatever I want. And then sometimes I'll work in the afternoon. But I have gotten to a point where the hours that I do work are intentional. They're very productive. And I feel really good and energized when I'm working 
to the point where I take a lot of time in this current season that I'm in to go and do other things and fill my cup and get grounded and love and live my life so that I can come back and be intentional again and productive again about my life. And with that, it's an ebb and a flow. So this is tip number three. Entrepreneurship is an ebb and a flow. Last month, I got burnt out because I was working so much. And that was the season that I was in. That's what I needed to do in order to generate the income, the next level of success that I was striving for was I was working weekends. I was working 12-hour days. And the result of that was I was impatient. I was unbalanced. I wasn't taking care of myself. I wasn't eating enough. But it's an ebb and a flow. So in this current season that I'm in, I have a very open schedule. I have a very... I have a lot of free time, a lot of freedom currently, and it's what I'm doing with that free time that is leading me to the next season. So some seasons are going to be crazy busy where you feel like you're going to lose your shit, and some seasons are going to, you're going to have more free time to put the creative aspects of your business together, and it's about not feeling guilty in whichever season you're in. So know which hours you thrive and know which season you're in, understanding that it's an ebb and a flow. Some seasons within the year are going to be busier than other seasons. The next secret is an entrepreneur works to expand their level of consciousness. And if you don't know what this means, I'm not going to dive too far into it, but there are certain levels of consciousness that you can explore within yourself, which shapes the way that you see your own reality. So a low level consciousness person is very much in their ego. They have a victim mentality. They might be pessimistic and someone who has elevated to a higher level of consciousness won't have an ego. They'll be totally non-judgmental. They have passion. They have creativity. They have this high inner faith and positivity and consciousness about them. They're very present. And so there are different levels between the ego and low-level consciousness to that higher-level consciousness. But I believe that the secret of a successful entrepreneur is they're constantly exploring these different levels and they're learning how to elevate past being super prideful, super egotistical, and they they level up to a more higher, it's, it's difficult for me to explain, this is why I don't really talk about it very much, but a more intrinsic, deep-rooted, self-assured, positive, optimistic mindset that sees the world from a different reality. And I think this is the biggest thing for me that has changed me entirely. Like I feel like a completely different person because I have explored these different levels of consciousness and I've really been able to identify when I'm acting in my ego, when I am seeking a materialistic good or working with the motivation of monetary value. And I personally feel like we are meant for more than that, and my paradigm has completely shifted. So I believe that an entrepreneur is one that works to expand their consciousness, expand their mindset, and alter the way that they actually see their own reality. 
The next secret of an entrepreneur is motivation and drive is more internal than it is external. And this bounces off really well from expanding your level of consciousness because as you do this, as you work towards your purpose, towards what you're doing in your career, it needs to be something deep that pushes you forward that goes way beyond money. There needs to be a vision and a motivation within you that is so strong that it doesn't matter the amount of money that you generate from your business. It's the passion and the purpose and the value of what you're offering that you utilize as that motivation and that drive to get up and get out of bed regardless of if anybody knows or not. The next secret of an entrepreneur, because I lost count on what number this will be, but short-term sacrifices, long-term gains. So they have that mindset of long-term in their head. They don't say, okay, I'm going to give it six months. They don't say, all right, we'll, we'll just see how this, how this goes next month. No, there's that long-term payoff that they're envisioning down the road. They know that what they're doing now is going to pay off later. So there might be some things that you have to give up. It's all a balance, but there might be some things that you don't do in this season so that you can have a lucrative next season. Short-term sacrifices, long-term gains. If it's not paying off now, they have the mindset that it's going to pay off later. Okay, next, the secret of an entrepreneur. They know how to identify and work through resistance, imposter syndrome, and fear. Resistance is basically when you have a project due and you know you need to do that project, but there's something physically keeping you from doing that project. You keep procrastinating, you keep putting off, and you don't know what it is or why energetically you cannot get yourself to work on that project there's a book called the war of art and it discusses this whole concept in great detail but basically the author stephen pressfield helps you understand this concept of resistance as this universal force that acts against your creativity so highly recommend if you feel like this is speaking to you the war of art by Stephen Pressfield. Imposter syndrome. So imposter syndrome is basically like you don't feel like you're meant for the position that you're in or you don't feel like you're equipped and qualified for what it is you're undertaking. And honestly, I've felt like this in every single step of my entrepreneur world. This current position that I have as operations manager of this company I don't know what that means. I can't tell you how many times I have told the person that I'm working with, I don't know how to do this. I'm not qualified for this position. I don't know what that means. Operations manager, I'm not a systems person. I don't know how to run a company. And yet here I am figuring it out and doing it. I've had imposter syndrome this whole time. Fear. 
there's so many unknowns and it's such a roller coaster in entrepreneurship and you have to constantly be putting yourself out of your comfort zone and putting yourself in positions to completely fail, to completely embarrass yourself, fall on your face and you know, you can launch a product, no one can buy that product. There's always going to be fear in the unknown and entrepreneurship is so unknown, but a successful entrepreneur identifies these things they identify when they're being fearful and they do it anyways a successful entrepreneur identifies when they're having this imposter syndrome and they work through it they understand what resistance is and they identify it and they learn how to overcome it second to last and then i'm gonna wrap up but a secret to entrepreneurship is they don't confuse gut feelings with the feelings of discomfort Meaning, don't say no to opportunity because of a gut feeling or something not settling right in your body. It could just be that this opportunity or this thing that you're having a gut feeling about is outside of your comfort zone, which is exactly what you need to get to the next level. So a successful entrepreneur is constantly making themselves uncomfortable and getting out of that circle of your comfort zone. They're expanding it. They're constantly pushing their own boundaries, putting themselves in a position to fail in scary, fearful situations, career-wise, obviously not life-threatening, but push past your comfort zone, get uncomfortable, and don't confuse those gut feelings as a reason to run or hide or say no. And lastly, mentors and coaches secret of an entrepreneur is they're constantly seeking mentors and coaches. I spent $12,000 last year on a coach and he drastically changed my reality. He helped me work within myself to be more of who I want to be and perform better within my career. A lot of people make the mistake of saying, Well, I need more of a business coach. I don't need a life coach. I don't need someone to help me work through my own thoughts and my own past trauma or my own shit. I need someone to help me tactically with my business. But in my experience, I paid for exactly what I didn't know that I needed. I was paying in for somebody to help me take all of my moving pieces and bring it into one cohesive business plan. And yet what he did was alter my reality, alter my mindset, help me work through things in my past I didn't even know that I needed to freaking work through. But had I known that was the work that we were going to be doing, I wouldn't have invested in it. So it's like he gave me everything that I didn't know I needed and then some. And in turn, it helped me with my entrepreneurship journey. So entrepreneurs are constantly hiring other entrepreneurs who are steps ahead of them to help them progress. It is a very solo, independent, lonely career pathway. Sometimes you feel like you're on an island, fish out of water, floundering, and you don't know where to go next. Some weeks I literally don't see or talk to anybody. And I'm working from home and it's lonely and I don't have interactions in my day-to-day life. But when you hire mentors and coaches to help you progress, to bounce ideas off of, to mastermind with, to just talk at, you have those people that you can find comfort in, advice from, 
and it really is pivotal to your career. So if you feel like you've gotten so far and you don't know where to go next, it's time to hire a coach. Okay, so if this podcast helped you in any way, shape, or form, my absolute favorite gift is when somebody screenshots it and shares it on their story and gives me a tag. I literally could not ask for a better thank you than that. So if you liked this podcast, share it with your friends, share it on your stories, tag me, let me know what you think. And if you have any other tips that this kind of made you think of, definitely shoot me a DM. I would love to share your advice on what you think it takes to be an entrepreneur. 